0: One of the biggest differences is in the more established companies, it's much more about the maintenance of processes, systems, and tools, making sure that you're, you're keeping up, but it's, it's more of a maintenance role. And I don't wanna diminish the role because they can be very dynamic in so many ways, but the difference with a hyper growth is your organization is evolving so quickly, so rapidly, new countries coming on board, hundreds of open requisitions at any given time. Uh, you have to be much more nimble. You have to be more creative, and you have to uh, your forward thinking almost happens spontaneous. You have to be ahead of the game, but that takes changes week to week sometimes. Yeah. Whereas with a more established organization, you have the time to sit back, strategize, and come up with your longer term plan.
1: Hello, everybody! Welcome to another episode of the Hacking HR Podcast. One of the questions that I get asked very often in the events that we do and in the conversations that we're having in Hacking HR is how to to manage all people processes in hyper growth organizations, you know, the hiring, the retention, uh, even even when you are designing basically HR from scratch, if the organization is growing pretty quickly from startup to a more established organization. So, because those questions are very important. I am really, really excited to be sharing today with somebody who's been more than 25 years in the space of HR, talent, especially working for hyper growth organizations. Rod, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing very good. Thank you
0: so much for the invitation. This is a pleasure.
1: I'm I'm so happy to be having this conversation with you. And I want to begin by asking you what's different in the thinking process of a nature professional who works in a more established organization versus a hyper growth, perhaps newer sort of startup kind of a, a company? Sure, I think
0: one of the biggest differences is in the more established companies, it's much more about the maintenance of processes, systems, and tools, making sure that you're, you're keeping up, but it's, it's more of a maintenance role And I don't want to diminish the role because they can be very dynamic in so many ways, but the difference with a hyper growth is your organization is evolving so quickly, so rapidly, new countries coming on board, hundreds of open requisitions at any given time. Uh, You have to be much more nimble. You have to be more creative and you have to, uh, your forward thinking almost happens spontaneous. You have to be ahead of the game, but that takes changes week to week sometimes. Whereas with a more established organization, you have the time to sit back, strategize, and come up with your longer term plan. In hyper growth, uh, your planning and strategy sometimes evolves like literally week to week.
1: Uh, absolutely. And, and you got to be, you said before, nimble. And also, you perhaps need to be okay with the managing of chaos because one day, you know, your C-suite may tell you we're going this way and the next week is like, you know, the, our investors want us to focus on this other thing and, and you got to change directions.
0: That's so true. That's right. the, the team has to be nimble and they have to be, they have to actually love change. So yeah. as far as a characteristic, if you, you literally can't be an individual that is hesitant about change or fears change, you have to embrace it to succeed in an environment like this because every day represents change.
1: Absolutely. And this is a great segue for me to ask you this question you, you, you find people that, uh, you know, HR professionals, they are trying to find a job or switch jobs and, and maybe they want to have a better understanding of what the job entails before, you know, applying for it or getting into it. Uh, and you have people moving from established organizations to more, uh, you know, to faster organizations and they have a hard time or maybe a good time. I don't know, but in your view, what, what are the skills, what are the, uh, Capabilities that somebody working in HR for a fast-paced, hyper-growth growth organization would need to embrace. I mean, we already talked about embracing change and being nimble. What else do you think is in the radar?
0: I think one of the one of the key skills that you might not expect is creativity, mm. uh, because we're all facing new situations every day. Uh, facing again, rolling at new countries where rolling out new cultures, blending, combining, launching. And so it does take a creative mind to do very well. It takes a a, a proactive mindset as well. Someone that can see what they have and do their best to look forward and forecast what's what's needed. Uh, Again, you you can't run everything reactively because if you do, all you do is firefight and then you end up somewhat just maintaining uh, whatever you've got. And so you, you still have to think proactive given the data that you've got So those would be primary. And I always say that the analytical abilities that somebody might have are going to be helpful. So coming in with the ability to take the data you've got, identify trends, opportunities, problems before they present themselves. So again, being analytical and creative probably rise to the top of what I would say would be unique about a skill set for an HR person in this environment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I also want to add one, one thing and, and also ask you actually about this, 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 uh, this question. Um, this applies to every HR professional, regardless of the kind of company they work for. We got to have the ability to sell a business case to our, you know, C-suite leaders for them to give us their, their resources, whether it is money or extra time or more, you know, uh, staff, in a, in a hyper growth company, where the leaders are generally also like in incredibly exponential fast paced velocity, how do you sell to them the case for them to dedicate some time to thinking about their people processes? Uh, you, you know, they, they, they need to establish a strong HR function. How, how do you do that?
0: It's a perfect question because you're right and it just like any other professional your executives in this environment are extremely overwhelmed the growth in sales the growth in uh, you know new country development can be that's enough i mean that's enough for a full time job there, yeah you're growing the business and you've got finance tagging you about budgets you've <laughs> got you know marketing and you got all these groups just asking for the things a normal business would ask for so hr is out there asking for whether it's a new system or, to, to, you know, can we look at this process? So I guess first and foremost, numbers is the language of business. And so we need to be able to sell, I guess, sell the impact of whatever we're proposing. We can't just go in and say, I'd like to try a new system. Can I have the budget for it? it we have to be able to show a meaningful impact to the ability, to the ability of the company to continue its growth at its current trend or, or even, even, greater. We also have to commit to the organization. We're not going to get in the way. And that's something that I've, I've made a commitment to all the leaders. We are here to help support. We will never bog you down. And we will, again, we're going to be that strategic partner that you enjoy working with. And so we, we really focus on making sure that we make the most of the executive time, that we, we, we present only those things that are the most meaningful of the business. And that we, uh, again, we're truly partners where they see us contributing to the growth of the organization and never uh, interfering with or slowing or, or impacting their ability to do their jobs.
1: Yeah, and I, I absolutely love that by the way because it it actually is a it, it's a completely different mindset from from traditional HR. And when I say traditional HR, I mean traditional in established organization and some sure. traditional in hyper growth organizations where. You know, some HR professionals may be tempted to say why something is not possible or doable rather than saying, how can I make it happen? You know, yes. how can I, within the, you know, the, the the legislation and the laws and all the things that you, you know, you're always bound by, you can make uh, uh, things happen. So I think that's a great uh, sort of uh, a skill and capability to keep in mind all the time. And, and if, it, if, I, if I could just add just one thing. Yeah
0: probably more important than any of that is the relationship you have with those leaders. Mm-hmm. And so the HR person that goes in and serves and is consistent, is accurate and, and just bends over backwards to help these leaders and is always there for them. They will have so much more success than just the typical HR person. So if you've got the great relationship, you're on, you know, you get the first name basis, they enjoy speaking with you. You've always served them well. So much more successful, uh, far more opportunities if you've got that relationship to begin with.
1: Yeah, it's, it's fascinating how, uh, out of all the things that you've mentioned in this conversation, I don't think there's even one of them that is part of traditional HR thinking. You know, you go to the traditional HR booklets and, and body of knowledge, and it's all this, uh, it, it feels as if it was actually you know, how to put obstacles on the way of making things happen sure. rather than how to make them happen, right? And you're talking about creativity, proactivity, building relationships, analytical uh, abilities, and speaking the language of the business, which is the language of numbers. Uh, yes. I, I, it is fascinating because all of that is business. That's thinking as a yes. business leader.
0: It is. And, and, and that's what earns you a seat at the table. That's what earns you uh, the opportunity to sit with, communicate with, and be a partner to these business leaders. If you come in with the traditional old school policy book or regu- I mean, you can be compliant, you yeah. can be consistent, um, but you could also be overbearing in those things and burden the business. And so it, it's about creating the structure uh, to keep yourself consistent without getting in the way. And that's yeah. kind of the new, the new HR.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to ask you something that may sound like an oxymoron, but it's really not. It's, you know, a strategy in hyper growth. Uh, organizations? You know, we always equate the word strategy as in like long-term thinking when you don't even know what the business is going to look like in the next six months from now. But how do you perhaps put in place the foundational pieces of a nature strategy in a hyper-growth organization?
0: Uh, first step is always look at what the business objectives are, mm, and then identify what the HR uh, objectives ought to be to support that. So, Again, that's always the first step, no matter when you ask that question of any organization. Is always, you know, what are the company objectives, and it's typically grow or make money, or so. And there are ways that HR can directly impact those things. So that's the first thing that we do as we look at how HR can contribute. Uh, the second thing we do is there are even even with the uncertainty, there are certain things. Uh, there are there is employee engagement, there is employee retention, there is employee uh, contribution of the bottom line, uh, uh, productivity rates and so there are things that we can immediately influence that will continue to help enable the business to grow you think about a hyper growth organization for example when you're growing fast people are being promoted they're they're getting new opportunities and we have so many first-time supervisors and so you know, creating the environment where we're training these first-time supervisors so they can be more successful which will most i mean directly impacts employee engagement which keeps our people here longer. So that the training dollars we're investing can stay. So there are things that are, that are going to be consistent that we can influence every week of every year. And there's going to be those things that we have to adapt to uh, the surprises, the new country launches, the uh, I guess the changes in how we, how we choose to approach business or sales or something of that nature. We can be reactive to those things, but we have a foundation already built on again, against ensuring the company's success and staying ahead of the the things that we are currently measuring and tracking.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, talking about new employees in a hyper growth company and new supervisors, I, I want to bring that question to the new HR to people in HR being new at hyper growth or uh, organizations or you know startups and, and and whatnot. What are what are the things that they should be keeping their eyes on? And I ask you this question because, as you get people really excited about working in a hyper growth organization, that sometimes can also be conducive to overworked and stress and frustration and fear about, are we going to be in business in six months from now or, you know, in a year from now? So in your view, what are the, uh, the areas that HR need to, keep, uh, need to keep in mind while working in hyper growth organizations?
0: I think, yeah, for an HR person looking to get into hyper growth, again, changes the norm. And so you've got to be, you've got to be flexible. I think that, I guess for me, as I look at organization, if, if I was going to consider joining something hyper growth, and there's many hyper growth opportunities out there, I would want to believe in the product, believe that the company product is going to be successful, because you're right, not every, not every product is going to be successful, so make sure you can believe in the product, make sure that you believe in the leaders of the organization, they can take it to the next level and then strap in and enjoy the ride. It, it is, it's busy, it's hard, it's, uh, I mean, you can become completely absorbed in it, but what a rewarding ride, you know, for, for many of these organizations, there, there's equity then involved and there's opportunities for, you know, as you help the organization grow and succeed, that could be personally beneficial for you down the road. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely, and and you know, again, you gotta you gotta be okay with the fact that 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 things are changing, you know, pretty much every day, and that changes the name of the game. And 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 what's funny is that I, I believe that everybody can learn these skills, but I don't think everybody wants to learn, you know, how to be or or how, you know, they they don't feel that they want to be comfortable, if we can call it that way, in an environment where sometimes there's not even a structure because things are That's you true. know evolving so rapidly that. One, one day's structure may be disrupted for the following day. And it is.
0: I think if you were to look back at the structure, I've been with this company for almost two years and we have really not had a consistent structure even in the people team. We have, we have evolved as the business has demanded that we evolve. And it's not it's not that it wasn't unorganized, but the business needs have changed. And so we've added staff here and shifted focus here, hired leaders in different areas. Man. so that we can satisfy the needs of the business. But it's been anything but stable. Yeah. Um, but almost no turnover. People are having a great time enjoying the ride. But again, it is even our own department, our own team is in a state of flex every week, uh, it feels like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Rob, thank you so much for spending this time with me, sharing some of your insights and and the experience of working in a hyper growth organization. And, you know, sharing this light with those HR people who are already working in hyper-growth organizations or who are thinking about getting into them. So thank you so much.
0: You bet. Thank you so much. It's been thank a pleasure. You.
1: Thank you. And thank you, everybody. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Hacking HR Podcast. See you all soon. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong, and we will see you soon.